Ben, I can't believe it. You and I, here, in Hollywood. I know. Look, over there, it's the famous Hollywood sign. I know, and look, over there, it's the famous Man's Chinese Theatre. Oh boy, I sure hope I don't waste all my photos on the first day. Well, we can't stand here pointing out famous Hollywood landmarks all day, Ben. We have a meeting with a big-time movie producer to get to. Oh, gee whiz, I can't wait. Glad you can make it, guys. I'm Leo Gold, movie producer. The reason you two's here today is because them video game movies have become big business. So I need two game boys to pitch me a billion-dollar franchise. Oh, well, uh, Mr. Gold, I'm, I'm practically bursting with ideas. For example, there's this franchise I, I love called Hollow Knight that I think... No, don't um... think so. Uh, that's already in production over at Platinum Dunes. Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, uh, there's actually a quirky Japanese game that you may not have heard of called uh, Katsumari Damacy that I don't think so. Legendary Pictures have had that in their portfolio for years. Huh. Uh, well, uh... Listen, boys, I'm a busy man. How about you both go off, find a coffee place, and rack those brains of yours until you come up with a totally unique billion-dollar franchise, okay? Uh, yeah, I guess we could do that. Good. I don't want to see you still back here until you have an idea that can write me a check big enough to sleep on. James, what are we going to do? Are there any video games that haven't already been put into movie production? Don't worry about it, Ben. I have just the idea. Oh, um, Ben, who's doing the introduction this week? Um, well, I mean, you've already started it, so... Oh yeah, I guess I might as well finish it then. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Overtime. I'm Ben. I'm... We've done this before. Yeah, we did, we did it for Coffee Break, and I keep... And the problem is, is that I didn't actually meant to do that on purpose that time. That literally happened (laughs) on an accident. Okay, let me try it again. Hi, I'm James. And I'm Ben. And this week, uh, as you could tell from our wonderful introduction, we're recording live from Hollywood. Uh, as we can see from our window and the coffee shop that we're in, we can see uh, uh, we can see the Hollywood sign again. I, uh, it's kind of hidden. I can see Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. He's just we just gave him a little rave. Um, I can also see uh, ha- oh Halle Berry's over there. Give Ooh. her a quick wave as well. Wow, it's just this is really just. The land of celebrity, isn't it, Ben? It's it's almost like being in a film ourselves. Oh, is that is that a, is that a Tie Fighter over there from Star Wars Episode Nine? <laughs> yeah, it is. That, that's a Tie Fighter. Yeah, that Tie Fighter is going into a Krispy Kreme. Wow, just Ben, just like us. Yeah, you know? there's not a lot of difference between actors and uh, a normal folk and Tie Fighters. We're all just part of the same world, you know. So. Hmm. But anyways, so uh, as a quick explanation for Game Overtime, if you may not have heard of it before, my name is James and this is Ben, and we come up with a game prompt every week based on a very weird idea. So this week is a little bit different. We forgot uh, how to make games. Yeah. This week we're not making games at all. In fact, we're doing the opposite. And by the opposite, I mean something completely different, which is we're taking already existing games and turning it into a film. The only problem is is that we're going to go for games which... Probably, you know, aren't films or haven't been based on films before. Anything that we think is most likely that we're going to get a film made out of mm. it, we can probably get the rights ourselves to cover it. We, so, Ben? After, after the boom of Detective Pikachu and the upcoming Sonic movie, we really need to step into this market and exactly. get the, something done. People are, people are coming to us for our, our expertise. We are 
the gang boys, as it were, that are going to come up with these things. I don't know if I'm totally happy with this name for ourselves. I'm going to put that on the maybe pile. If we can mm. come up with something else, maybe for the podcast, that'd be quite good. But that doesn't matter. Okay. But we have... we. I'd like to give a special thanks to a website known as mobygames.com. Uh, Moby Games, which has no affili- uh, no affiliation with uh, Herman Menville, who wrote uh, Moby Dick, or any affiliation with Moby, the electronic dance artist. Uh, this seems to be a separate <laughs> business to both yeah. those things. And it is but- a website that you can click a button on and it will give a random game. Uh, yes. Currently, we're both looking at the Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay for the Xbox. Which I think could be a good film, personally. But I the Chronicles of Riddick to... are already a film franchise. Are they? Yeah, I watched one. Wait, really? is it, did it start as a film? Ben, I don't know what you... I mean, the guy looks a little bit like Vin Diesel. I can see what you're talking about, but like... No, no. The Chronicles... Nobody, nobody would, would go and see a film called The Chronicles of Riddick. That's nonsense. Yeah, I guess that makes no sense. It's a video. I mean, that is, look at it. That is ridiculous. If you catch my catch my drift, Ben coming out coming out the gate with the big jokes already. I think this is going to be quite a good episode of Game Over Time. But yep, just as a clarification to the audiences at home, we're doing this semi live. We don't know what games are going to come in on the random function. We have we have some backups t- just in case everything goes awry. That is very true. Also, I don't know whether you want to keep this in the recording or not. Probably not. I forgot to set a time. I just set one. So. Ben, you're on the ball, bud. Okay. Fantastic. So, right, ben, we're going to hit this big hit button. Hit that random button. Okay. Uh, oh, I didn't press it. And we've got F1 Manager Professional for the DOS. Okay, uh, for the DOS, my favorite console. Okay. Let's, um, let's so, okay. I know what an F1 car is. They go fast. I do too. I've seen a couple of F1 films. I saw Rush uh, about Art and Senna. Um, I've okay, seen Fast and Furious. The, okay, maybe that's the only F1 film that I've mm. seen. But but I think that gives us a good inning. We've okay. got a chance here to make a film about an F1 car, but... No, not about can... an F1 car. Oh, about, about the manager behind perfect. the F1 cars. Or about an F1 manager, about a professional F1 manager. Mm. But how can we fit DOS into this? Um, he he could, everyone could be using their smartphones, and he's right. he's still working away at his MS DOS. Right, I got an idea. It's a bit of a wild one, mm-hmm. but I quite like it. So, gonna go on the tangent of what you just said, which is, you know, we're in the smartphone society now. Even the F1 game, you know, you're using computers to simulate, you know, physics and, you know, try and get those cars quicker every time through computer-aided design. Uh-huh. But we start with our team, like the Mighty Ducks, they're underdogs. They're a small F1 team based somewhere in the, in the you know, in the middle of the United States. They're yeah. corn boys, you know? Okay. And, like, they want to compete. They want to be in the F1, but they don't have the technology to compete. And so one day, one of the F1 drivers, who I think should be played by uh, The Rock, because he's very popular at the moment. Mm-hmm. He go- he walks yeah, he's, he's going to op- get his automatic attention. Yeah, I think you put The Rock in a movie and people are going to start looking at it. Like, even, 
you know, the rock could make it. The rock could paint a house, you know. And I think I. I mean, the rock has a has an application where he wakes you up in the morning, <laughs> and that's like one of my least favorite applications. Is something that either something that makes me do something or something that wakes me up. But if it's the rock, I'm kind of like, you know, this is I'll, fine. I'll wake I'm up. Right. I'll do yeah, it. you know what, rock. You know what, Rock? Yeah, maybe I will go to work. Good idea, Rock. Thanks. But anyways, so we go back. So we go back to our character play by the Rock. And he walks past a barn. And he sees a little light blinking. And he's like, what's this? And he goes inside. It's only an old computer terminal in there. Mm-hmm. He starts it up and he thinks, man, what's this old dusty computer doing here? Starts talking to him. Oh, it's a, shit. It's a, it's a DOS computer. And he's like, the Rock, I've been watching you. I know all about your F1 troubles, and I'm here to help. I'm the original F1 manager professional. And his name and then... is Donovan O. Sully. <laughs> Do- Donovan, Donovan O'Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, <and laughs> uh, you know, DOS, obviously. Um, and that's oh, like, I no, think it's... that's a big reveal at the end of the film. Maybe, maybe better... one of the people on the team is, like, John Sullivan, and he's, like, his son. And then, like, there's, ben, there's an emotional attachment with his dad. Who is now a computer? And MS DOS. What if it's his mom mm. and her name is Ms. Donovan O'Sullivan, as in MS DOS? Oh. oh, I know. Yeah, but there's there, co- you've got the emotional attachment there with the the son learning about his mother who was turned into an MS DOS. The son played by The Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, also The Rock. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay, right, we may need some other characters in this. Okay, you know what, though? CGI's pretty good. We could get The Rock to play multiple characters, I think. Yeah, he I could like, put on issue. different voices. I'm sure he can like manage that. You know how they use CGI to make Chris Evans small in the first Captain America? <laughs> yeah. We could do that. We could Photoshop The Rock's head onto different axes of different sizes, sexes, shapes, species. You, but it's all the rug. Like, if no? if we run out of CGI budget, though, we could just get people to like mouth words and then have him voice them <laughs> in later. <laughs> That's true, and we could get the rock to do ADR over these acts. <laughs> Man, we're really we're really squeezing all we can out of the rock. And but I think I... could could the MS DOS now? This is going to be a weird one. Can the MS DOS computer right. maybe be played by Mary Berry from the Great British Bake Off? I think it could. Either her or like an old fat, like like a like a Dame Maggie Smith or a Dame Judy mm. Dench. Okay, Mary Berry I like though because I think you know she has got television experience. Mm-hmm. She can turn that into. Uh, I think she can turn that into Hollywood stardom. We could get Paul Hollywood in there as well. Yeah, that's you know, that, you know, just for the name. Paul Hollywood could be yeah, that's true. Paul Hollywood is there, you know, with um he could be part of the pit crew. And then there's a bit of the film where he's standing next to the DOS computer who's played by Mary Berry, and like the rock comes in in his F one car and they're like, You know what? That was pretty good. The only thing is you could have cooked it a little bit longer because you've ended up with a wet bottom. Ah. Uh. There we go, and that's so, how we tie it all back into the Great British Bake Off, because this is it this is we- just an ad for the Great British Bake Off. We're, we're trying to get in that audience. People who would watch the Bake Off might not watch an F1 film, but if they knew that Hollywood and uh, Mary Berry are in it, then they mm. probably would. That said, Ben, Mary Berry hasn't been on the Great British Bake Off since it's gone to Channel 4. Ah, uh, I haven't watched the Great British Bake Off since it went to Channel since 4. It's gone. Okay, but that's fine, though. If anything, it's more my fault because you... I went on the poor Hollywood tangent, but yeah. If you want to sponsor us, Great British Bake Off... Um... We're, we enjoy cakes. Yeah, we do. If you want to send cakes, that that would be quite good, right? Okay. What? How? Right. What is? 
Okay, most important question though. What music do we play over the credits of F1 Manager Professional? Uh, the Halo theme. Okay, I like it. What mu- what music do we have for the trailer? Now, keep in mind, the big thing that every that every trailer does now is that they get like Lord or somebody to do like kind of like a like a spooky pop version of something. Yeah. Like she did. Everybody wants to rule the world for um, uh, uh the hun- Hungry Games. So and she also did- the problem is this isn't my area of expertise. I know video game music. I can name those. I'm a I'm a game dev at heart. Um, okay. So you know I'm just gonna say the Super Mario Bros theme but if you can come up with something like run me for it what what what's playing over that trailer i'm thinking um the chain by uh what's it called fleetwood mac because okay. the because the chain is the theme tune to f1 on the bbc oh oh the yeah, more you know there, there we go so uh if you uh folks at home if you enjoy watching bbc f1 or channel 4 f1 i don't know who's in charge of it anymore and you think man i'm quite enjoying this song especially how it picks up and gets really exciting. Uh, it's the chain by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, it's also in Guardians of the Galaxy for a bit, or it okay. might be in the second one. I can't remember. I think we've, I think we've mined quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, we, we've, we've, uh, we've nailed this one down. It's a sports film. It's an underdog film. It's a science fiction fish out of water comedy film. Yep. I mean, I'm imagining stuff like MS Do- like. <laughs> Like, The Rock needs to sneak her in, and they're like, whoa, we don't have any computers on site. And he's like, ah, shit. So he puts, like, a lab coat on her and tries to make her look <laughs> like a person. That'd be quite good. Yeah, with, like, a hood over her face, and it's just, she's talking like a like PC. A, like, a fake, yeah, fake, a fake, yeah, a fake mustache on the monitor <laughs> as well. That'd be quite good. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I like it. I am. I've already bought my ticket for um, F1 Manager Professional. Uh, looking forward to seeing it in 2020. Okay. And our next... Uh, right, Warframe. Well, not just Warframe. Uh, we should probably mention, so in the movie game's <laughs> random access feature, it also gives you DLC. Yeah. So what we got was Warframe colon Zephyr Prime access. See, the thing is, uh, I know what this is, so it's probably not going to be funny. Um, right, Ben, what is... What is so Zephyr Prime's a... What, he's a Warframe. Yeah, so, like, he's, he's, he's a Warframe, and I think it's... Either Twitch Prime related or um, probably it, it, if you're it's, on Twitch it's a bundle Prime, you, you can buy you can buy because it's a free game you buy this bundle you get him and you get some other stuff. Um, well, best thing about right, best thing about that is mm-hmm. Amazon Prime Original. We can get okay. Them to oh yeah, the there we go. Like they did, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Manchester by the Sea, which won an Oscar. This could be their second Oscar-winning film, mm. Zephyr Prime, because like. Universe Warframe is pretty big. Like I don't quite it, understand it either. It's quite large. I like I look at it and I think, wow, this entire game looks like somebody's three um, D Maya or ZBrush portfolio that they turned into a game because it's all really kind of organic looking robots, but with inorganic heads. And I go, yeah, that's pretty cool. But what do you do? And then I watch footage of it and I go. I don't even know where to start. Like you shoot, but then you jump off stuff, and I'm like, "This is really confusing." But it's very fun for a sign. I am, yeah. I've heard it's very fun. I I know people who play it, apart from you, but I also know that you play it as well. I haven't played it in a while, but I, I think what's important about Warframe is that you can we can make this film represent the journey that Warframe took from a shit game to a really good one. 
And I think the movie could start the first act, the first maybe hour of the film. It's shit. <laughs> okay, we have we have it so like people are like sitting in the cinema and they're just slowly, they're just slowly like wandering away. Like, no, I'm not yeah. enjoying this film. This sucks. But then at like the half hour hour mark, the film really picks up and those people come back. Mm-hmm. Like they get a notification on their phone. <laughs> Yeah, Just, it yeah, they get texts from their friends. Yeah, it's like, oh man, it's great, come back. Um, yeah, boys, no, you're missing out. It's actually getting. Re- oh, they've introduced spaceships now. Oh, it's getting nuts. Oh, they've just like, they've added an open world area to the movie, and that's that's a video game thing. They've gone to a new nice. cool place. Because like, yeah, yeah every, every, the I think the first hour of the movie takes place on a, a spaceship, but everything looks the same. Ben, here's what I'm thinking, right? Because it's a science fiction film, which mm-hmm. means that. You've got a big universe and you've got a big concept to explain to people. But what you always do with a science fiction film is you start small. You start with a single person and they're your point of view into this world. Luke Skywalker, perfect example of this. Mm -hmm. He is your audience surrogate where he's looking and he's going, man, this world sure is big and amazing. One day I'll hope to explore it. But he's kind of the same as you. Like he's a farmer. He's young. Yeah, just like me. He's got ambition. Yeah, you're a young farmer and you've got ambition and and you live on a space planet. With two moons on it, mm-hmm. don't know how that works. Do they bump into each other? Do they like? Do you have like double night? Uh, Lucas, why didn't you explain this, boy? Before you sold it to Disney, like. But it's a good image. Yeah, oh, it's a cool image. Yeah, especially when they do it in the Last Jedi. I was when that bit happened in the Last Jedi. I was like, you know what? Somebody can make a seven-hour video about why this is a bad film, but I won't believe them because of the how good that image is. Bravo! Win an Oscar for that, boys. I clapped when that happened. But we're not talking about that. No. What we are talking about is a science fiction film or any kind of fantasy film needs an audience surrogate who's... They go on the adventure. They, it's the it's the call to adventure. It's the... It's Joseph Campbell's Hero of a Thousand Faces where every kind of story has a sort of cyclical nature to it where they go from... They start in the mundane world, which mm-hmm. is the first hour of the film that sucks... And then they go over into the adventure world, which is the part of the film which is exciting. Okay. And they have the stuff right. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. I, I'm going to spoil Warframe in the next 10 seconds. Uh, okay. So if just... you're a fan of Warframe, okay. Yeah. If you want to play Warframe and don't want to be spoiled on it, um, please skip to a time code. Or skip 10 seconds. Use that button on your iPhone to mm-hmm. do that. Or on whatever podcast app you may be using. Android. Whatever. Yeah, but as it turns out, inside the, the Space Ninja outfit is a human. And you play as a human. So I think the, the, the movie could start and you and it's just following a very boring human. Until, yes, until they like get this. their Space Ninja suit and become cool. I like it. That's good. It's like Avatar. Yeah, you start you start off as a born human, and then you get in Zephyr Prime, and you're like, "Whoa, it's a whole new world!" And it literally becomes a whole like, "Oh, we could do it like um, Wizard of Oz, where the film starts in black and white when you're a human." Oh, that's good. And then the moment, then the moment you get into the Zephyr suit, it gets in, becomes color and also 3D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you, they've given you 3D glasses. You're not really sure why, because it's not yeah, advertised that, you... as a 3D movie. But then, like, yeah. you, it starts becoming blurry, so you're like, oh, let me just put... Wow. Ben, even bigger idea than that, right? You know how we invented tech last week yes. for the tuxedo? Let's invent some tech now. Okay. How about a cinema-sized 3DS screen where right. people are watching the film normally, 
and then when the when when he goes into the warframe, uh, like a sixteen year old boy who works at the cinema then has to climb the screen, okay, pulling the <laughs> pulling the giant sofa size slider with him right. <laughs> to push the 3D up to to make the to make the giant screen <laughs> part. Okay, that's good. And for the 3D effect to kick it, yeah, yeah. I, I would. I like. Yeah, we're, they, we're, give, I mean, we're could, giving young people jobs. I mean, yeah, you could do it automatically. You do it like with pulleys uh, and stuff. Boring. But I'm thinking, not every cinema's gonna have that. If you're playing uh, Warframe Zephyr Prime the movie in like a little, you know, twenty seat cinema in like Cadovid or something up in North Wales, like they're not gonna have that. No. But they will have a little lad called David who could do that. Who could just pull on the screen and make it 3D. So, yeah, okay. And I love the 3D. And I love the 3DS. So if I could get a giant 3DS screen, that'd be pretty good. Um, I think I'm happy. I don't need to know the plot beats of this movie. I, the structure is what I oh, think is the oh, most oh, important. Oh no, no, no! You, you, you don't. It's a science fiction film. Yeah. It's going to be the same plot as every. Time but it's really cool film, to look at is... and stuff. Yeah, like Avatar. But not for the Basically, first time. Let's just give. Let's just give it the same plot yeah. as Avatar. Okay, yeah. Where... There we go. Boys, got it, sorted, ne- down in one. Next no- movie. Another another billion dollar franchise. <laughs> okay. I actually... You know what? I genuinely do really like this. Yeah. Okay, so a <laughs> little bit of a uh, little bit of context for this game. This is like one of the first iPhone games. Okay. I re- yeah, no, um, I, 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 I do know this game. Um, it's have called, you played it's called, you have pl- I haven't played it. I've seen people play it. Okay. Um, ben, you better explain to the people at home yeah. what the game is called. It's though, called Labyrinth, and it's an iPhone game. Okay, uh, there's no films called Labyrinth, though. Are you sure about this? There's no film starring maybe David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly mm. called Labyrinth with Muppets in it that may already exist. Could we have Muppets in this? Yes, we could. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Do we make the ball bearing a main character? Um. Okay, now it's gonna it's gonna get a bit weird. I think... I think labyrinth could be more of a uh, a, a meaningful like thing. Like the main character has the main character okay. has a little wooden board that okay. he's uh, that's got well, it's, it's labyrinth essentially, and he's been trying to solve it all his life, and he just can't. Ben, let me, Ben, let me build on this idea. All right, a strange father. Okay, was a woodworker. Yeah, used to build little gadgets ah, and toys yes. and stuff. Never talked to the son. Okay. Dad dies. Oh right, how did he die? At the funerals, um, what accident? Unexplained circumstances. Okay. No one knows how the dad died. He was in his workshop working on his final puzzle when he passed away. Ah. Son, who hasn't talked to him in twenty years. Son, by the way, who's played by The Rock. We should mention. Okay. Also, The Rock was the Warframe in the last film. We didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did forget to mention that part. Yes. Yeah, the, the Rock plays the Warframe, and he also plays the character that goes inside of the Warframe. Basically, the Rock goes inside a larger version of the Rock. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, just to just to clarify that, but we're back on Labyrinth. Okay, so the Rock's dad dies. Mm-hmm. He comes back, and he and he hasn't been in this town for like 15, 20 years. Like he hasn't seen him since he was a teenager. The Rock's dad. Like the adult. Rock's dad is Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock's dad is played by Michael Caine, who they've shaved his head and made him go to the gym to look like the. They've given him a tan so he looks like. He just a looks rock. like a bigger rock. <laughs> oh no, that'd be he good. Like what a... if it was just the rock, but like you have you have them side by side, and like they're just half one. The one rock's half the size of the other. 
<laughs> and they've put old age makeup on the rock to yeah. make him look older. A, a craggier rock. Ooh, that's good. Okay, so the rock's dad dies. And he does. In his will. Right, so the rock's dad dies, and then he's like, okay, what was in the will? And what was in the will was his final puzzle box, which is this labyrinth. And he's like, damn it, dad. Why do you care so much about puzzles? Why didn't you care about caring for me? By the way... Turns out at the end of the film, he solves the puzzle. What was inside the box? Bunch of photos of him with his dad as a kid. And he's like, shit, guess my dad really did love me. Fuck. And also his inheritance money, which he is owed. Oh, Oh, yeah, and also his inheritance money, which isn't much because his dad didn't make a lot of money because all he used to do was (laughs) make puzzle boxes that nobody bought. So during the film, we get like, like, every time he tries to solve a problem with a labyrinth box, like we get a flashback to him as a kid who's like, dad... Like, I'm, I'm having problems in school. Well, we all have problems, son. It's just a matter of getting over them. But why aren't you helping me with that, Dad? Oh, because I'm too busy making all these <laughs> puzzle boxes. And then you flash forward and he's like, shit. But then he does actually solve the puzzle. Yeah. He solves that bit of the puzzle and he's like, oh, okay. I get it now. And then, like, it, like we, cut, we cut backwards and forwards in time where we got peaks and troughs like a film where when something good happens, it's a... You know, you get like a rise in the film mm-hmm. and then you have dips and then he overcomes it. But we use this non-linear time travel structure to show of like, because basically it means that you can cut to these beats whenever. Mm-hmm. But it's the story of a man coming to understand his dad who was obsessed with building puzzles. By the way, exclusive to Apple film. You yeah. can watch this film on your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Only. Only. Original yeah, iPhone. On... Yeah, uh, iPhone can... 4. Yeah, you... You can you can watch this on on a iPhone three, an iPhone Fiji, or an iPhone four, and that's it. Mm-hmm. No, no later models. They don't like those ones. No, unfortunately, they didn't update Labyrinth for any future phones. In fact, I don't think this can run on an original iPhone because I don't think it has an accelerometer no. in it, which is which is what this is a demonstration for. Uh, I I I think people like a bittersweet ending. Uh, I, so I'm okay. thinking. He he solves the puzzle. He gets the money, barely any. Yeah. He's also homeless, yeah. but he's happy. Okay. Okay. Well, the rock's homeless. Yeah. But happy. Like, okay, he's happy so... that he learned that his dad was all right. I guess in the end. Uh, okay. Um, but he is homeless, and that's kind of bittersweet <laughs> that... in a way. Does it? Is it like a thing that comes out of nowhere? Where like right at the end, he's like, "Man, I'm I'm so glad that I solved my dad's thing." And then he just, like, sits on the street and pulls, like, a cardboard sign out, <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, he was homeless all along. Yeah, that, that'd be good. Um, yeah. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> I think if that's... I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say it would be good. I, I mean, mean it might be good for the film. It'd be good for the film. Good for the, okay, it'd be good for the... It'd be... It, it'd tug at people's heartstrings. That's your... This is your Oscar film, is what you're Yeah, you, they need your... an emotional... Re- like, people are going to cry at that moment in the movie. That's... This is your Sundance movie. This is a film that we can probably make on a budget of like twenty million dollars. I was going to say twenty small quid. Film. Well, I don't know. You'd have to buy an old iPhone, then you'd have to get this app downloaded on it. I don't think the, I don't think we could get the Rock for twenty quid. Uh, we could get a lookalike. <laughs> we could get a Rock lookalike. <laughs> yeah, like just. On Craigslist, we could get, imi- we could get imitation. We, let rock. me just quickly hop over to Craigslist and I'll have a look at rock lookalikes. Um, okay, yeah, see if we no find problems. a good one. All right. In the meantime, let's hit that uh, random button and come up with a different game while you have a look at. It. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know if I want to talk nope. about this one, but I just want to t- tell everyone what it is. Okay. It's... Do you want me to say the name of <laughs> it's it? It's alright, I've got it. Um, it's Earl Bobby is looking for a Lou. Brackets Linux. <laughs> this is a Linux-only title. To those, to those with... Um, uh, who aren't from the United Kingdom, a loo is a toilet. Um, is that what it says in the description? Actually, um, uh, deep in the Scot, yeah, it's deep in the Scottish lowlands, okay. yeah. So, so okay, so um, all right, so old Bobby's he's a Scottish person then, and he's looking for a loo. He's looking for a wee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, is is there a Scottish rock? Like, who? What's the closest thing to a Scottish rock we have? Nevis, I guess. Okay. That's well, not in Scotland, unfortunately. No, not um, no, not a not a mountain. Oh, like the, um, a, a Scottish the rock. The Scottish equivalent. Well, can we just get the rock? Can we just teach the rock out of speaking a Scottish accent? <laughs> just teach him Scottish. Yeah, no, I yeah, could we, I guess we could. He's one of he's one of those Samoan um, Scottish guys, you know. They 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 got a ton of just like. Islanders who then lived in if, Scotland. If you go to his ancestry dot com page, it it does list him off as <laughs> having one percent rock, uh, not one percent rock, one percent uh Scottish Scottish <laughs> in him. <laughs> He's got one percent Scottish in him and two percent sedimentary. Rock. I was, yeah, uh, three three percent metamorphic. Oh, nice. He's part. He's partially limestone. Don't put him in there. Uh, <laughs> he's slightly alkaline. That's amazing. Whenever they whenever they film shots of him in the rain, it's actually just a. Uh, uh, I don't know alcohol because they can't actually put him in water. He'll melt. <laughs> yeah, because of otherwise he starts uh, he starts going effervescent and then he melts. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we get this. So we t- so this is a comedy, obviously. Okay, this is like a farce. Yeah. like he's trying to look for a loo, but like every time he does, like something mad happens. Like there's like. Like the witches from Macbeth might be in one okay. toilet, like you know, working on a cauldron. Uh, there might be a bank robbery happening yep. in another, yep. another toilet. Uh, I think. Yeah, I, I think it could be. We don't actually need to teach him Scottish because I think this is a silent black and white movie. I think this is a Laurel. this is a Laurel and Hardy uh, type of okay. thing. I believe could, he goes into one of the. He opens one of the bathroom stores and a piano drops on him. Or like he he sees one finally that's that's actually empty. He's like, oh man, he 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 brews a sigh of relief, and then a piano drops from the sky, and that's just like, like that it. that subverts your expectations. You think you think he's finally found it, and they a, a piano drops down from nowhere, not I from like the it. toilet, and then, uh, but yeah, and it, and it just flashes Finn on the um on a black screen, like an old fashioned George Melee. I mean, we can that's we great. can pretty much steal all the jokes from old Laurel and Hardy stuff. I think I think that's all right. Um, ben, I'm su- I'm surprised. I what what's the term? Zuma Generation Z. Uh, I'm don't surprised call, you even know who Lauren Hardy is. No, uh, I've watched some with my dad when I was younger. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! You you know you know of a uh, lot of Stan Laurel and all yeah, that. Yeah, my dad's wow. got all his DVDs. Oh wow! Yeah, man. You you know your stuff. Yeah. You're not you're not your form of comedy isn't just people on YouTube like. Going into shops and stealing stuff, which, from what I believe, is like top comedy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Or like, what's Jake Paul style comedy? Um, I don't know. Logan Paul style comedy. Uh, like, well, we don't. Mm, 
you know. Yeah, I suppose yeah. we shouldn't really talk about yeah. that. We we shouldn't we shouldn't be making a silent movie with Logan Paul. Yeah, he's not he's not going to be in this probably. No, I or don't maybe think we could have someone who looks like him. We make fun of him. He like gets we could get the- he gets he gets stabbed <laughs> by a bagpipe. Um, oh, nice. We could get the Scottish equivalent of Logan Paul. There has to be one. There's a Scottish equivalent of everyone, isn't there? Ben, could we move on to another game? Because I'm trying as hard as I can not to do a, a really bad Scottish accent okay. at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit worried about that, so we'll move on. Just in case Hamish Black listens to this podcast, because uh, we are trying to appeal to big YouTube stars out there, uh, please listen to this podcast. Please like and subscribe if you can. Ben, what's this game? This looks neat. Uh, we've got tip-off for the Game Boy. Um, okay. Oh, it's a... Um, it's a sequel. It's oh, a, it's a um, sequel to a sequel. Uh, uh, ice hockey game, isn't it? Um, oh, no, it's basketball. Oh, it's basketball. It's oh, a bit... okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, we can just... It's basically space. We can just make Space Jam, but without. Yeah, let's, okay, let's. Yeah, Space Jam, but the Game Boy characters. Yeah, they're not. There's no monsters. Uh, no, the monsters are okay. Oh, so, we could have uh, like M- we could have like Game Boy characters come in. So we have we have Mario from Super Mario Land with his bunny ears. He comes in. He's okay. he's one of the monsters, or he, he's on the good side actually. Um, on the bad, awakening, he's yeah. There. On the bad side, we've got like uh, Wart from. Wait, no, who's the uh, antagonist of Wario Land? It's uh, Wario, isn't it? Um. So, okay, so in the first Mario Land game, it's a, it's an alien yeah. called, like, Tatanga. Oh, uh, yeah, Tatanga, I think it is. Tatanga, Tatanga, yeah. yeah. And then in the second one, it's Ma- and then in the second one, it's Wario. Then I can't remember who the boss is in Wario Land 1. I know Captain Syrup's a baddie, but I don't think she's, like, the main villain. Mm. And then in Wario Land 3, it's um, a big clown whose name I saw from the tip of my tongue. And then in the in Wario Land 4, it is the Golden Diva. But we're not talking about Wario Land 4 because that's a Game Boy Advance game. That's not right. So... Uh, we've got characters. We can have the char- We can have Charizard in it. Okay, I like uh, it. Mewtwo is one of the baddies. Uh, we can have the Tetris blocks. They can be on the good team. Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah? It's a it's a Game Boy in like the 1990s, and some lads play in it. And then he sees that the NBA playoff finals are on. It's the Chicago Bulls. It's uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, I was about to say he's he's Jordan. alive, right? Yeah, Michael Jordan. Okay, so we can yeah, get no, him. This is, we're making it. We're doing a period piece, so we'd have mm. to. We're gonna have to use some of that Avengers tech on him to make him a lot younger. Him and um, uh, Scotty Pippen. Right, they're all in okay. it, and then like this Game Boy, it's like watching the television at the same time, and it's like, man, one day I wish I could like go up against those boys. And then like in the middle of the night, the game, the Game Boy like opens like a little spaceship, and all these little grey boys come out, and then they go and find a sports, um, like a sports manager okay. to manage their team, played by The Rock. And they're like, look, we want to go up against the NBA. We've got skills, coach. And he's like, okay, but I'm going to have to like train you in the ways of NBA. And so we got another... Basically, it's another underdog story. Okay. But but with little Game Boy characters. Yeah, and later in the movie, you see all the baddies crawling out. Um, okay. They... Oh, yeah, and then they and they join the NBA. They go, they go straight to the <laughs> head of the NBA, and they're like, look, these little Game Boys, they, they got... They got mad skills yet. So sub is in the team, is it, and we could have like a. Is there an evil version of Michael Jordan, like in in NBA? 
law. I mean, Michael Jordan is kind of the own his own evil version of Michael Jordan. Unfortunately, can we have like Dark Michael Jordan, who's just like it's like Dark Link, but you know he's Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's, it's just Michael Jordan. He, he looks he looks in a mirror, and the shadow version of him pops out. <laughs> it just looks like Michael Jordan's shadow. He just walks into the NBA offices and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I want to go, go up against Jordan." Yeah, that's good. There no, we go. I, I think. Yeah, okay, I quite like this. Uh, also played by The Rock somehow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, no, the Rock's he's playing Michael Jordan. He, he doesn't have a voice, but he makes some like noises, I guess, when he walks, and Rock, The Rock recorded those, so we can put him on the poster. Noises. Yeah. Oh yeah, the rock's going on all these posters. Even though he's he's just a sound in the movie that you can um hear and it could be anyone, but it is the rock. I'm kind of thinking the rock's probably gonna go on our um uh, this episode of Game Over Time's thumbnail. I might not even draw him, I might just use a photo <laughs> of the rock. I think that'd be quite good. Hmm. It could work. It could work. Ben, um how close are we to coffee time? I think coffee Well, break? I mean uh, our coffee's just got here. We did order it like half an hour ago, but yeah, I know our coffee's stone cold. Could we order another coffee? Actually, uh, right, okay. If we'll, well, we'll wait for that, and we'll when we have it, uh, we'll yeah talk about some you know you know coffee break time. We'll do we'll do whatever we do on yeah. coffee break. Okay, how are we feeling about tip off? Uh, it's good. Do we think this? Do you think this could make money? No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's put that. Yeah. Let's put let's put that in the bad maybe pile. We got quite a few good ones in the good maybe pile. This one's going in the bad maybe. Pile. This is like desperate maybe. Yeah. In case in case all the other IPs explode. Good. Plan. We go back to tip right. off. Anyway, it is coffee Hit time. That random bump. Oh, it is actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to Coffee yes. Break. I'm I'm James. I'm Ben again. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. No, I think about. It, I shouldn't. Intru- I shouldn't introduce us every time we go to a different I mean, segment. They may have forgotten, but I'd hope not. You know what, Ben? It's only been another episode back. Yeah. Wheels are still a little bit rusty. I still need to get my balance. It's by by the time we're up to episode ten, I think we'll be. I think we'll be all greased up. Uh-huh. I think we'll be good to go. I, I, I'm uh, going to get the thank yous out of the way. Uh, first off, thanks to, to Snakera, who did the... Uh, or Patrick, as we call him in here. He did the voice for the Hollywood producer, he's, man. Yes, he's the voice of Leo Gold. Uh, if you've watched an episode or listened to an episode of the Game Over Time before, you may have thought, hey, that guy sounds familiar. But it turns out it's because he was at uh, Snake Road, who was on a previous episode. So yeah, he he put on like a British accent for us last time he recorded with us. He, that is his normal voice. Yeah, that is how he talks um, all the time. Um, and I'd also like to thank Maxo who uh, did the he made the music uh, that we use in our podcast. And you can yeah. you can go to his band camps in the uh, podcast notes. It's very good, all of it. It is all very good. Uh, links to both people in the podcast yes. description. Ben, should we mention the patron? Uh, sure. Okay, we've restarted the patron for Game Over Time. 
uh, we've uh, adjusted some of the pricing levels and stuff like that. I think last time we were thinking a bit. Too, I think we were thinking a bit too big, well, for, bit too, too far too ahead. Yeah, a little bit too far ahead. This time, if you want to support the game over time in any way that you want to, it only costs you a dollar, and for a dollar, we will thank you for doing such a thing. We'll probably even give you a shout out on the podcast and say yeah. thank you very much for doing so. But we don't, you know, we're not asking for hundred bucks to do this or this or. You, you can know, we'll, you can give us a hundred bucks if you want. If you if you want to give us a hundred dollars, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot a gift horse in the mouth or whatever that saying is. If you if you want to, I mean, if you got a hundred dollars, that'd be pretty useful actually. That would, we'd be able to buy some new equipment. Yeah, we could buy some new people to do. take over the podcast. We could we could ha- we could. We could hire somebody to edit the podcast. We could hire somebody to replace us on yeah. the podcast. Like, just have them do it. Get... Yeah, we could get. We could hire, like, like proper comedians. We could get The Rock. <laughs> yeah. For 20... For, could we yeah. add that as... Let's that as, add that as a stretch. Girl. Okay. I'll add that as, like... If we may, if we manage to get to 100,000... Um, dollars a month. We're gonna try and get, <laughs> gonna try and get The Rock. Yeah. I'll put, I'll put in, in fine it. print. Prob- still probably won't happen. But, but then, but then we have a we should have a tier above that, which is more money, and then in brackets it says might actually happen. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we've decided that. But you can go to it. it's Patreon.com/slash/GameOverTime. Link is in the description. Yes. Ben, we're talking about movies this week. Uh-huh. Even though it's like four weeks out, do you want to have a quick chat about Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I mean. It's got Pikachu in it. That was the reason I kind of came yeah. up. Yeah, that was the reason I kind of came up with this episode concept. Anyways, oh sorry, kind of shown behind the scenes. Then uh, we don't. Yeah, sometimes we don't. We don't actually have people who come to us and come up with these ideas. Uh, we come up with them ourselves. Uh. That said, if you decide to give money to us on Patreon, maybe just one day you may be able to come up with an idea that we may do as an episode of Game Over. If you have any ideas, we just need... send them to us. And if we really like <laughs> yeah, them, we will it. use them. Just send it, yeah. Just put, send it to us on Twitter, by the way. And, w- and we will credit you if we use any of your ideas. Uh, I'm not I'm not guaranteeing we will, but... If if we think... If you've got a nice yeah. voice, you could even come on. You could, you could be our boss and be like, hey, guys, come up with this idea, please. And we'll be like, sure thing, boss. And then we'll do it for you. Anyway, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, starring Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Psyduck, Charizard, Mewtwo, he's in there, Jigglypuff, Ditto, Ryan Ryan Reynolds, Uh um, Squirtle, all the the famous Gen 1 Pokemon are in this film. Ben. Yes. I would say you're a big Pokemon, I would say you're a much larger Pokemon fan than me. Yes. You've, you've. You've played you've played more Pokemon games than I, I mean played I played a couple. You've played more you, like red and like red and blue are like the only ones I've played plus pinball. I haven't played those ones. Wow, you haven't, wait what? You haven't played red and blue? Well, I played a little bit of them. I don't like. Have them. you played um uh, the remakes though, Leaf Green and? Yeah, I play I play Fire Red. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I played Leaf Green. Okay. They're pretty much the same. I mean, they are just yeah. straight remakes. Well, have you yeah. All, have I mean, the first uh, the originals and uh, don't like them. Have but you played Pikachu? I, Let's go and Eevee. Let's go. No, no. Not really interested. No, that's how much of a Pokemon fan you are. That when they do Pokemon games that aren't like regular Pokemon games, you're like, nope. No, it's just Gen One. I'm not. I'm just not a big fan. Like Gen Gen. You know what? Played Art Gold. Played a uh, Sapphire and Emerald and uh, Omega Sapphire and uh, the Diamond Platinum. Heart. Uh, said Art Gold. When uh, are they remaking Diamond? Black Platinum, Two, White Two. Hmm. When are they remaking Diamond Pearl? Uh. 
been going on about it for ages, the fans, but it's gonna it'll happen. happen. They're going to remake Red and Blue again at some point. Cause they d- well, actually, no, they did, because mm. that was Eevee and Pikachu. Pro- it- okay, so they're going to have to remake Silver and Gold again. Yeah. Yeah, they're gen. They got remades on the DS. You can still play those on your 3DS. It's not like I feel like the the fact that they remade Gen One again because the only way to play those oh, games is through, yeah. you know, through. Uh, well, not really, but like you have to have a Game oh, Boy yeah, Advance no, or a DS Lite. So. Okay, well, that's true. That's that's. Okay, so, but yeah, yeah, I, so I play I a lot of Pokemon. You a, a light Pokemon expert, maybe a mild. Pokemon expert. So, what was your opinion on Detective Pikachu? Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed. It's a yeah. very good movie. I quite uh, enjoyed, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Well, even as somebody who's not a big fan of the Pokemon games and not a big fan of game to film adaptations, which have mostly been, they haven't all been rubbish. But mostly, it's kind of like they're either trying to fit too much in, or they're not doing enough, or like it doesn't feel like they understand the property. Is my big, my big one. Yeah, I would say. Well, sometimes that works. Like I quite like the Super Mario Brothers. I wouldn't recommend the Super Mario Brothers movie to somebody if they were a fan of like, oh boy, I can't wait to see Mario on the big screen because it is not that. But it is yeah, a- that's that's the that's the problem with a lot of them. Like the Resident Evil movies, I hear I fine. like them. They like if I was a mass. Well, I mean, I I like the Resident Evil games, but I wouldn't say I was like an RE. Like not to the point that. Like, watching those films fills me with rage because they did this wrong. Why isn't this character doing this thing? But that's why I like RE7 because they kind of scaffold that stuff and say, hey, let's just mm. restart from scratch. But uh, what other... Uh, the Prince of Persia film's okay. I like that. I Yeah, I watched that one a while ago. Assassin's Creed, it's okay, but also really weird. It's more like an art film than an action film. There isn't a lot of action in it. So. Oh. Which is okay. That's fine. But... Detective Pikachu. So I I like it. I like how it's a well realized uh, version of Pokemon. It it feels. I I think going with Detective Pikachu rather than doing a straight Pokemon movie was a good angle. I think if you had mm. gone in and you tried to adapt, because the story of Red and Blue is essentially, hey kid, going on an adventure. Oh boy, I can't wait. And then they like you know, and then you hit all the beats. You go through the tunnel. You push the ice blocks. You do this, this, and this. But it's a bit shit. Well, it's not so much shit, but it's like that stuff that you... It's like watching its like watching a football match, where it's kind of like... You're either watching it because you want to see people who are like at their absolute top of their game doing, like, playing sports at its best, or you kind of think, I would rather be playing this than watching this. I, I, think, I think it works well for a show format in that you can have these little mini-adventures yeah. throughout the region in all these different areas and... But, like, considering how much ground there is to cover, you're going to miss a lot of it in a movie. Meanwhile, and having it through the prism yeah. of Detective Pikachu is quite a good idea, because it's... I mean, it's one of those concepts that kind of works, even if it wasn't Pokemon, where it's... Oh, like, you could imagine this film like a, like a kid's... Mm, oh, no, I was about to spoil Detective Pikachu. Oh. I was going to... Okay, it's like if a, if a kid's dad went missing, and then, like, his his dog was still around, his detective dog, and the detective yeah. dog talks to him, and you were like, oh, wow, okay, let's go on a dog adventure. And, like, the dog can speak to other dogs and stuff. But they actually make it the most of it being Pokemon, which is quite cool. Hmm. They have... And, like, you, you see you see the world, and you see all the Pokemon walking about, and it's like, I like this. It's, it feels... Well uh, they've They've put time into thinking about 
the roles of each Pokemon and how they'd be integrated into a real world. There's a big setting. There's a part at the beginning of the film where they're showing like a like a sky shot of the city in parts by. Uh, they got a giant Pidgeot flying past, and then he drops a lunch to to a guy on yeah. a crane, and I was like. Okay, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> and and you've got like Machamp who's directing traffic with his forearms. You have what's the, um, what's the Pokemon? What's the furnace Pokemon called that was outside that building? Go look. What was he up to? I don't know. What he just kind of like I said, I tweeted about this. He just kind of stands there for the whole movie. He's just um, he's just there. Maybe he's like. I mean, he's the he's a statue Pokemon, but maybe he's like a security guard or something. I mean, yeah, because like the whole thing of, of Golurk is that he just stands there until he has to move, um, so he... and then when he does move, he can also fly. But you know, Wait, that's what? besides the point. That... Yeah, his his legs like in in uh, I think it's it's the it's a Gen Five movie, the Reshiram and Zekrom one. Okay. Which fun fact about that? They made two versions of the movie. Oh wow! What like it... <laughs> to reflect the fact there are different games? Okay. Uh, the black and white version of the movie. And is it like? You... And like, I think it just has like different scenes in it, essentially. And let me guess, like they only let you go and see one of the cinemas, so you have to go talk to your friend about what happened. <laughs> like they took bits of the I plot if, out. I don't know if it was at the cinema, because I I got the box set that has um. <sighs> I, Both of them I mean, it. I doubt it was probably... I mean, um, it was trans. It was obviously dubbed, though, right? Uh, or was it subs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they might no, have done dumb. it in, like, the States in, like, certain cons and stuff like that, but it was Maybe. probably, like, destined for DVD kind of thing. Or destined for Blu-ray, I guess, is, makes more sense these days. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange thing, but, like, he can he can move his legs together and they turn into, like, a rocket. Okay, I like that. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, he but he's 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 in the movie for no reason. Okay. But what what excites me about you there is you get to the point in the movie where you see the Pokemon and you kind of see the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Um, and that's that's fine because you know how much effort they had to put into each one. Sure. Um, but it's good because knowing that going forward, if they make another one, which another one is in the works, yeah, uh, they can they can use they can reuse the the ones they have for. Uh, yeah, that's... this this film and build upon that. Yeah, you could kind of do ones. it like they did with the Hulk in the Avengers films, where they kind of just improve on the same model every time. Well, I mean, like they 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 can basically essentially double their uh, Pokemon count. Yeah, yeah, because they they just have to make a new set and then reuse the old ones as well, and then you there you go, you got a bigger a cast. That said, not to date this podcast too massively, but there has been a lot of controversy this week talking about whether. You know, certain games making Pokemon for all of the future ones because there is a yeah they're at a bit they're at a bit of a crunch time now where it's kind of like the size of the games and kind of the amount of detail that they have to put into all these pokes and stuff like that it's makes it less viable and a lot of people they kind of moan about oh you should add more Pokemon oh you've made the Pokemon that were already were there look worse but you know you know ne- you're never really making anybody happy doing that that said in a film probably be able to get away with that a little bit more than you can in you know in the game because you can't really like a lot of those elements you could almost do is like background characters and stuff like that so it's not really that mm. much of a problem but anyway either way uh um i think the, as, one, the other thing i oh go on i was gonna say as an introduction into the world of pokemon though i think it was probably the best way of doing it because it's kind of like even if you don't particularly like pokemon that much you still kind of have the structure of a story of it's still like a it's like it's essentially it's a detective movie for kids kind of thing where it's like all the beats that you'd have from like a Blade Runner or something like that where 
you know, he meets an informant, they go and, like, they investigate something, they break into somewhere to find information. Like, but it's fun because they kind of make it quirky through Pokemon stuff. So, like, Detective Pikachu's informant, or, like, the guy that they've gone to see, is a Mr. Mime. So he doesn't mm. talk, like... Yeah, the Mr. Mime scene is one of the, the best in the movie. I'd agree, yeah. I, it was just really, because it's a Pokemon that can't talk. Like, so it is doing everything through, like, <laughs> physical actions. And then you kind of realize how a Mr. Mime works, where it's, no, actually, the thing that's miming out, there is kind of, like, a physical presence to it that you can interact with. It, oh, yeah, because it's also psychic. So, like, it literally can conjure up so, invisible walls. and Like, seeing that stuff and then also seeing, like, Pokemon Battle stuff, like, replicated in film, it's kind of, like, it could have gone wrong. But it, I don't know, they managed to pull it, it off. Like it's... and the designs are really good. Yeah, uh, I agree. They 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 look a lot better than I thought. Yeah, they tell the line of first showed them. Yeah, they tell the line of being realistic, but also being quite faithful to what the original Pokemon yeah. looked like. More than certain films that may be coming out uh, next year, mm-hmm. may say. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah, I would say that you know they blend in with the characters enough because they don't look too unrealistic but then they also still have kind of pokemon personality to him like uh ken wantanabe's um what's the name of that little pink uh bulldog pokemon that he had snubble snubble like with him like even though it's a cg character it has got like a lot of expression to it and it is like really well composed into the film I, i i will say snubble's a lot bigger than i thought it would be um like i kind of picture snubble to be this kind of you know hand sized dog thing it was fucking huge. I like that they went with anime sizes rather than going with game sizes. Because mm. the fucking, like, whoever fucking writes the Pokedex entries in the games don't, like... Like, they probably, like, they don't talk to anyone again. Like, they just live in a fucking hole where it's like, oh, we got any Pokemon? And he's like, um, he's a duck and he, um, uh, generates electricity. And it's like, yeah, okay, no, I got it, no problems. And he'll write a Pokedex entry where it's like, this duck is 30 foot tall... He, if this duck <laughs> dies, it causes the earth to break and houses to fall into it. And it's like... It kind of did that. Um, in that Psyduck was a constant ticking time bomb. I quite like how they did that as well, actually. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate... And, uh, even though it didn't kill... I will say... Yeah. Oh, go on. It, even though it didn't kill the people that he was with... Uh, spoiler alert, sorry, nobody dies in this Pokemon film, unfortunately. I was hoping for a little bit of bloodshed today to Pikachu. I was hoping that Detective Pikachu was going to go rogue. I was hoping, most of all, they were going to give Detective Pikachu a gun, but that didn't happen. Unfortunately not, no. No. Spoiler alert, didn't give Detective Pikachu a gun, which is uh, very disappointing. But, but I, I'd say there are three really good twists, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, one happens, uh, say, maybe... Uh, Three fifths away into the movie, yeah, with a certain Pokemon. Are you talking about uh, the big pokes? Is... Yes, the big pokes. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. We won't say that, I like that twist. Some big pokes in there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the one near the end of the film, but not right at the end. Okay. With the with that Pokemon. Yeah. That does that thing. Cause... I like that one quite a lot. It was it was clever. Well done. Yeah. And then and it and made then sense right in retrospect. Where... I don't know, I kind of want to spoil it just because it's like, 
because it does keep making me think of when this film was announced and people were like, oh, we need to get Danny DeVito when he needs to be the voice of Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Let's, let's just put it this way. It would have been really funny if it was Danny DeVito. Hey, get on your dad. Come give your dad a hug on Danny DeVito. It's like, just this horrible goblin man just standing there <laughs> with Pikachu. And that being said, I don't know. It would Because, like, he... I don't know. Would he have even gone to the fucking thing of mo-capping Pikachu as well? Like, <laughs> oh, I hope so. I've been good. Uh, and anyway, yeah, but th- those three twists, love them. Good twists. They were pretty good. Uh, uh, otherwise, story was yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was uh, it was a film pretty corny. It was a film. For, uh, it was a film for Pokemon. Like, obviously, they got to kind of aim for a younger audience because it's Pokemon. I mean, that's fine. And it was kind of, it was good. It was easy to follow. I'd like to see another one. I'd like to see what to do next. I'd like to see if they join a dark yeah. red or blue or... Is it... Well, they are working on, I think it's Detective Pikachu 2. I don't know how. And yeah, I think... The, I... Well, there is a game as well, but the game doesn't follow the, the same plot. I don't know how you put the genie yeah. back in the bottle, but then I suppose they could probably figure out some some way of doing it. But it's yeah, pretty good. we'll see. I suppose as yeah. a quick aside, Ben, are you looking forward to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out next year? Define looking forward. Okay, I'll ask two questions then. First, <laughs> will you go and see it? Yes. Second, do you think it will be a good film? As no. In, okay, fair enough. Um, I'm quite looking forward- I think it'll be a fun film to watch. You think it's going to be that count? like a trashy film? Like a film that yeah. you'd enjoy the badness of it? Yeah, like like the Mario Bros. movie. No, the Mario Bros. movie is actually good. Mm. No, this is the it's, the film is is that it's not like Mario. <laughs> ben, have you actually have you seen? No, it? I guess not. No. Now, Ben, you that's why I mean you can't talk shit unless you've seen it. I guess it's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. <laughs> no <laughs> oh, one, good. No one's chasing after the Mario Bros. movie. It's got a really good performance from Bob Hoskins. He is a very mm-hmm. good Super Mario. Dennis Hopper's yep. okay as. Bowser, even though he doesn't really play Bowser that much, although he does appear at the end and he looks like Giga Bowser from Melee, so I think Sakurai saw that film and said, damn, I wish that that guy was in my game. And guess what? He put him in the game, Ben. He did. They put Gumbas in that film and I really like how they look, because rather than being (laughs) little guys with big heads, they're really big guys with small heads. That's good fun. And the, the 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 designs do give me some sort of uncanny valley. I would love to, I would love yeah. somebody to make like an indie game which is either like a Mario game or like a side scroll and beat 'em up, but it look but it's the world of the Mario Brothers movie. Oh god. Oh like a like could you imagine like a final like a proper like a final fight style game with like really big sprites with that? Oh that I be, guess I could. Like an S like an old fashioned S oh yeah. Yeah. If anybody out there who listens to us is also really good at doing sprite art, I'd love to see that. I would do it myself, but I'm not very good at doing the sprites. Is the only thing. But that would be that would be tip top. I would love a side scroll beat 'em up version of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, ben in that film, Yoshi's in it, and he is a proper dinosaur because uh, Thingy came out the year before Jurassic Park. Um, also, the like there are mushroom people in that film. And the king is actual mold who oh. occasionally grows into places to help out the Mario Brothers. It's a bit where they're falling oh, through scaffolding. And then there's all this mycelium there to catch them like a giant trapeze net. <laughs> huh. And it turns out at the end... Well, basically, they got this technology in the film called like uh, like Devolution Race, where they turn people into like 
whatever the devolved form of what they were before. Uh, they turned the mayor of New York into a monkey, which is pretty good, uh, even okay. though that's not how evolution works. Um, right. That's what they used to turn King Cooper into a dinosaur. And basically, that's right. what they used on the king. And then the king turns back to normal. He looks like Sean Bean. Pretty sure it's not Sean Bean, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he's uh, he's made a he evolved from mushroom. So there you go. Okay. Well, thank thanks for spoiling the plot. Yeah, you don't need to watch Super Mario Bros. Movie. Yeah, you don't need to watch a lot of it now. You should still watch it a bit though. But you're not looking okay. forward. It's okay. So you're gonna watch something, but you're not looking forward to it. I, no, not really. I think it might be a bit. I'm 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 tentative. Anyway. Yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna be a fun fish out of water thing. Sonic. They haven't got Sonic right in a long time. In my argument, I don't think this film's gonna be the finally going to crack the nut, but I'm willing to no. give it a try, you know? I think... Anyway, uh, we we have a... Uh, I'm out of coffee. Oh, before... yes, and we do have a deadline to hit as well, so we should probably get back to coming up with these film ideas. But before before we go back, uh, I'd just quickly like to say, um, if you if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Uh, yes, share, spread, share, spread the word. Spread us around. Uh, like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And on iTunes, uh, if you'd be willing to leave a review, it seems like it would help a lot. It would. We've got would, a couple, but we could use some more. It would push us up the charts. We are the first result if you Google Game Overtime, which is uh, pretty good. Uh, but some more um, stars would help because that would get us up yeah. the thing. Also, do you know anywhere on Reddit that likes podcasts? Um other than r slash podcast. Yeah, other than r slash podcast where we've already posted quite a few links to let, our apps. Or I say let us know, but if you could if you want to post it on Reddit, we'd be much appreciative. Yeah, you don't have to let us know. Essentially yeah. if we get one more listener next week, then we'll know that somebody out there did something. And we'll thank you very much yeah. for it. Okay. Right, Ben. Right. Back back to the typewriter. Let's go with these big films. Yes, yes. Ben, hit that random button. Uh, Junkyard Adventures in Space for the win- for Windows. Love it. Right. Easy. CGI film, like a cheap Pixar film. You're a robot. Okay. You're in space. You're in a big space junkyard and you go, oh boy, I wish I could go out to the stars and see what all that stuff's about. Ship crash lands into the junk planet. It's a space ranger buzz... Uh, the Rock Johnson. Buzz the Rock Johnson played. Well, it's a CGI mm-hmm. character, but it's made to look like the Rock. And he's still. Well, it, he he looks like um the guy from Moana. The uh, <laughs> yeah, the you're welcome guy. The guy, who, yeah, yeah <laughs> who is played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And he is played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Either way, this little CGI robot's like, oh boy, a real spaceman. He'll help me get off to space. But then the real spaceman, he's hiding out from like aliens and stuff. But mm-hmm. the robot, he knows the junkyard, so he can help out. So basically, it's like a they start off kind of as enemies, and then they become friends as it goes along. And then kind of at the end, there's the bit where, you know, in a film where you, like, right before the third act, where they fall out with one another, like what happens in Toy Story, but then they come yep. together back as friends again. And then, yeah, and then he does go off into space with the with um, Buzz Spaceman. And they... Oh, so they don't say bye at the end, like... Oh no, no, okay, yeah, we could do No, they do that. There's mm. a tearful goodbye and okay. the, like, the music swells, but then Buzz Spaceman comes on and he's like, No, I'm only kidding. Come on, kid, get on board. And like ah. And there's also like other there's other space junk robots there. There's his like his mam. There's like 
old, old toothless Billy, who's like a like a hillbilly who like drinks oil like alcohol. Uh, There's a crocodile yeah, who talks and like he's like, oh, if you would just come over to my mouth over here. Yeah, if you come down... But he's like a space crocodile. If, with... you, if you come down to my space bayou where I'm playing the banjo, yeah. Ben, I, I've literally just written this film on the spot. Yeah. Bag it, book it, okay. I mean, Pixar will do this one for us. Or maybe if we can't get Pixar, DreamWorks. If we can't get DreamWorks, Blue Sky. And if we can't get Blue Sky, Illumination. And if we can't get Illumination, we'll get one of those companies that do... Straight to DVD Barbie movies. They'll do yeah. it for us. And if they won't do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. In- Can't do that one. What is it? Oh. We could do this um, one, though, couldn't we? Uh, yeah. So, okay. Dead or Alive 5. Last round. Techno 50th anniversary costume. Kasumi. Uh, we'll just stick to Dead or Alive 5. No. Uh, we'll, we'll I know s- this game. We'll do a film. About- I know this game series. Okay. Ben, tell me about Dead or Alive. So it's a it's a Koei Tecmo property. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they make games. Uh, some of them are about volleyball. Yeah, These, this one isn't. Some of them are this about is ninjas. Fighting game. Neither is this one. Yeah, uh, this one's about uh people who are dead or alive. So why is it called um, which dead are or the, alive? Which are the two? St- well, they are the two states of life. I assume that when you win in the battle, you are the alive one, and the other person is the dead one. I don't think they kill people in Dead or Alive. Eh, I'm pretty sure really? they don't. Yeah, no, because I otherwise can, they... like, knock people off things. I don't think it's, I don't think it's Mortal Kombat. I think, I think eh. they're just knocked out. Maybe they were, like, bounty hunters, like, you know, wanted dead or alive kind of thing. Maybe. Maybe. Well, what I think... I think it could be, like, a... They're put in a place... I do, want, I, I do want to warn you, though, Ben. They have yeah. already made a Dead or Alive movie, but ah. that's not to say that this, this, could, is... this could be a reboot. Yeah, this is a different one. This is a reboot where we focus on Kasumi. She's our window to the world. Okay. She's the protagonist. Uh, she They are put in a score. Okay. Uh, and it's called Dead or Alive score, and it's like Danganronpa. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, ben, is the film yeah, that so... you're about to pitch Danganronpa? Almost. Okay. They're they're all school kids because like you know that's what Japan's Japan loves that. We're going for the YA audience. Uh, We're doing like a uh, what's it called like a Maze Runner or a Hungry Games. Mm. Both the men and the women they're all probably hot. And they play by the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Sure. Obviously. And Mary Berry. Uh, <laughs> no, Mary Berry's the. Oh, Mary Mary Berry could be the yeah she can be the uh, school the one mom. who's brought them all together. Yeah. Uh, the the mascot character. She's, who she's, probably... the, she's the Moma Kuma in this game, is she? Mary <laughs> <Yeah>. Berry. <laughs> yep. Mary Kuma. Mary... Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, and they're all tasked with not killing each other. Well, almost killing each other. They're going to be dead or alive by the end of it. But they have to fight and game each other okay. to death. So essentially what you're pitching me is fight school. It's a yeah. film. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, real talk outside of the concepts of this episode of Game Over Time, I would actually genuinely love that film of just a, <laughs> of just a boarding school that gets locked up and they turn it into like a fight pit. That's a great idea. Um, I I want to say if you if you initiate the fight, the death fight, you get an advantage. Okay. Uh, like uh, yeah. Like uh, what, I don't. What like they give you a gun? I, well, I guess what? you could just ambush them. <laughs> I think essentially it's like a fight can happen anywhere, and like yeah. a fight can be called at any. There's only like certain times of the day that a fight can't be called, and it's like early in the morning or late at night because they need to sleep. But essentially, a fight then, can happen at any time. Is there then a class trial? 
<laughs> where they figure out who the fight killer is. <laughs> but they don't need to because they know who did it. Well, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't witness the fight. But like they 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 look at the crime scene. And they're like, okay, you see this this these footmarks on the floor where the the dust has fallen over that got knocked over when the victim was pushed into it. This is clearly like a a specific uh, karate fighting stance that we know that uh, it's, it's the touch jo- of death, Jordan is it? uses. Okay, yeah, we know that Jordan uses this fighting stance uh, often. Okay, because Jordan Jordan will probably be like, I don't, I don't know, there's probably a dead or alive character called Jordan. I was going to say I've been um, I've been thinking of the supermodel Jordan, unfortunately. So I'm oh. very confused. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and then when they've when they've been figured out, okay. a big karate man comes in and punches them to death. Uh, Mary Kuma pops up and says, uh, "You know, oh, a body has been discovered by three people. You better find out who did that." Well, I, I, that's I think that's what Mary Berry sounds like. She's a, yeah. she's not a lady. Yeah. Have you ever seen her cook? Have I? Uh, well, I mean, I've seen The Great British Bake Off. Oh, but you've never seen her own cooking show on the BBC? No. Oh, it stresses me out. Like watching an old person <laughs> use a knife is like, it's like, it's like watch, it's like watching a baby play like near a glass table. Like I get like proper heart palpitations. So just like, but James, she's probably more skilled with that knife than you are. I don't, fu- I don't fucking think so, mate. She's got like proper arthritis. Like she's, oh, does she? Oh no, she's struggling big time with that knife. <laughs> And I don't think she's anyway. that cool. All she does is like make pies and stuff. Anyone, Ben, you could you could do that. That's easy enough. Yeah. Anyway, this is a mystery fighting movie. Okay. So, oh, I like it. That's a good genre, <laughs> mystery fight. I don't think anyone's tackled that one yet. It's like got good action scenes, but also a good mystery. Yeah. I. You know uh, what? The Rock doesn't make any sense of this film. This film needs to be all small indie actors or like un- or like up and comers unknowns. Mm. This needs to be. This needs Can to we be- still have Mary Berry as the? Yeah, we still have Mary. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but like mean, the the main actors. It's like one of those like small films where you still you get like a big celebrity in it to hook people in, but they only do like they do like a day shooting and that's it. And then mm-hmm. a lot of it's either ADR off camera or it's kind of like they're not actually on the set; they're on a telly, which makes sense for Mary Coomer, anyways. So yeah, no, The Rock doesn't make uh, this needs to be like a small Blumhouse film. I think this needs to come out just before Halloween in the middle of October. This is. We're aiming for peak teen market here. This is for kids who are like, yo, I want to go see a scary film on Halloween, but not too scary. And I want to see it with people who are like me, and I want to have a laugh. And this is the film for that. Yeah. And it's called Dead or Alive okay. 5, last round, Temco 50th Anniversary Edition Costume Kasumi, PlayStation 3. Bit of a mouthful. Come and then below it says, a mystery fighting movie, first of its kind. Coming to cinemas 2020. Yeah. Ben, hit that Okay. One. Hit that rando. Marlene Brando rando. Superbikes 2. Easy. Sequel to the original Superbikes. Not sure what that was about. Right. Okay. Um, what's the... Just more. Oh, it's an arcade game. Okay. Um, huh. Arcade motorcycle racing game featuring nine riders, 12 bikes, and 11 tracks. Could we just do Fast and Furious, but we're, instead of Fast and Furious, like... they're on mo- motorcycles? Ben, I want to yeah. say that there's a film that exists that I think it's called Talk, where that is the concept of the film is what if he was the Fast and the Furious, but with motocross. <laughs> but um, well, that film didn't get a sequel, so we can do yeah. that. Oh, we can just do it. Yeah, okay. This is we've this has now become Talk Two. Superbikes Talk Two. Yeah, there we go. No, Talk Two. Talk Two. Uh, colon Superbikes. Talk Two. Colon Superbikes Two. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> 
Okay. Right, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember I what the plot of talk was though. I literally think it is like the first thing. Okay, some of them are like bank robbers and they use like dirt right. bikes to do that, and then okay. some of them are undercover cops and they do dirt bikes as well. Um, also looks like an arcade game. That's how we. Uh, that's how we tie it back. There's there's a guy riding a horse, but also he's riding on a, a motorbike, and it's a good action scene where he's you know on like top it. of a horse. There's a guy motorbike. who's he's got horses in the back. Um, I can't mm. remember how the rest of that goes. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna hit the ran- random button yeah, that again. Here we go. That's going to uh, oh, over I... one thousand jigsaw puzzles for Windows. <laughs> now, I'm thinking we do an anthology film. We're not doing. Like I was about a... to say it's like uh, you've got a thousand little stories. Yeah, a thousand um, about different people, and they all come together in the end. It's going to be a lot ben, because it's over a thousand. Here's what I'm thinking from a visual standpoint: is that these are all people who are like solving puzzles in their lives. Like some of them, they're in prison. They might be like in an old folks' home. They might be on the beach, you know, drinking white wine with a husband. They may be in space. But every time they complete a puzzle, that's the scene of the next scene. Like that's the shot of the next scene, and the camera moves into the puzzle. And uh. that's just, ooh. But then you learn that they're somehow all connected, I guess. Oh, they're all connected by puzzles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It turns out that all the people who are making puzzles all have the surname Jones, and they all come together. Okay. And that's and it's like we are the world. It's like a really long music video, is what <laughs> I'm thinking. We're gonna... I, I'd like to know that there are exactly 1,029 pictures. What? Well, that's not 1,000 puzzles, then, is it? Well, it's over 1,000. That's, oh, is that the name of the game? Is over? Okay. Yes, yeah, over that's a not, thousand jigsaw puzzles. Man, that's a bit of a rip off. It's like, oh boy, over <laughs> a thousand. I can't wait for a hundred more puzzles. Oh wait, no, it's just twenty nine more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, they had like twenty nine spare. And they're like, what are we gonna do with these? Put them as equal twenty nine jigsaw puzzles? <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll we'll just do <laughs> DLC. We'll we'll sell each puzzle individually at three quid a pop. Twenty nine puzzles. Has EA done that yet? What? Um, like Star Wars pu- puzzles or like EA puzzle game? They should and do. you can buy a Star Wars set for... Or you buy a loot box and it has, like, puzzle pieces in it. But some of the puzzle and, pieces are duplicate and some of them, like, don't yeah. fit. Like, some of them are bent so they don't fit properly. <laughs> okay, we're going back to games again because that is that is where our heart lies. Yeah, and I think... So before we get too distracted... Oh! Ooh! Bit trick beat. Oh! A, um, is that, like, a... Oh yeah, it's iPhone. Yeah, that's a spin-off to the A Bit Trip Runner series. Yeah, Starry. it's the Pong one. Oh wow, okay. That's in- Alright, yeah. so could we try and... This could be our Detective Pikachu in sort of the entire Bit Trip universe. Though, right. So, okay. has this film got Commander Video in it? Has this game oh, come Oh, y- yeah, but he's a human. Played I by. think there's a guy called Commander Video. Okay, who's he played by? Uh, I, I think it's... Could Robert it be, Downey Jr. I was going to say, could it be Morgan Freeman? Could it, could we get? It a, could be Morgan Freeman. Could we get an old distinguished actor to play him? I'm Commander Video. Hmm. I'm Commander Video. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have a uh, he could have a project called Commander DVD. Who's the Rock? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Just to make sure. Okay. And, he, and he's the protagonist of the film is Captain DVD. We okay. Look. We have to. We have to. I think it's legally binding that we reveal why we have to include the rock in our movie. He's sitting right next to us. He, he's he's, um, he's a little bit. Unfortunately, he's a little <laughs> bit out of my. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, my. 
Yeah, it, he, yeah, he's uh, he's with us this week. He's basically he's you know he's off Jumanji free. He had a little bit of time in Hollywood, and he's like, "Oh lads, what are you doing? I'll make a podcast. Oh yeah, I'll be part of this." I don't know. We yet. we promise he'd be in the film. We said if we had any bangers, he could. He's like him and him and Kevin Hart. They got first dips on like any of these bangers. Essentially, he saw Detective Pikachu. He's annoyed that he wasn't Detective Pikachu. He could have been a good. So he could have been a good Detective Pikachu, I reckon. Yeah, we, that that is why we have to include him in every movie that we've mentioned so far. Yeah. Oh, but oh, yeah, oh, this this one. Oh, he's off. Oh, okay. Thanks, Rock. Oh, there we go. Right. So yeah, he's definitely going to be in this one though. He's going to play Captain DVD, who's the son of Commander Video, who's played by a distinguished Oscar award-winning actor Morgan Freeman. I don't know if he actually has I, won an Oscar. I, f- I feel like he probably mm. has. I think it's a musical. I'm thinking a musical as well. I'm thinking, yep. unlike La La Land, where there's a little bit of talking and then like they kind of break out into song and dance. A lot of, yeah, lot of nice choreographed numbers as well. Um, I think they're on drugs, and that's how you get the bit trip imagery in there. I was going to say like, it's CG. He, he's but... a normal. He's a normal guy. Oh, uh, I. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I kind of picture what if he's... Commander Video being this regular normal guy, but then like he transforms into a rainbow. Uh, man in this weird black suit thing. Ben, you know how he was talking about high. how movies adapt games, but they don't bother adapting them properly. Okay, here's yeah. my idea: they're both hackers, and these are their okay. hacker handles of uh, right. Commander Video and Commander DVD. And whenever yeah. they hack the mainframe, or like you know, get into the Pentagon, it looks like Bit Trip. Ah, that's really good. That is very good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, there we that, go. And that's how we have your musical sequences because, like, the inside of a computer looks like. Like a big song and dance number, uh, with yeah, like bits and you got like, you got like the CIA, eight uh, bit CIA running after them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, trying to stop them from getting into the Pentagon. You have a big CGI and... dragon who's like a like a rival hacker who's trying to stop them. Oh, you've got like a uh, a big firewall, <laughs> and he's just like a literal firewall trying to kill them. And yeah, yeah no, it's good. Couldn't you imagine the Rock as a as a specky, um, <laughs> like computer hacker? Somebody who sits behind a computer screen twenty four hours a day, trying to break into the, <laughs> trying to yeah. find all the nation's secrets, with Morgan yeah. Freeman as his hacker mentor, who then turns think, out to be his dad in real I life. I think to like get get people more happy with how they see the Rock. I think in his 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 right hand is on the mouse and keyboard. Okay. He uses you yep. know both. Yeah. Uh, and in his left hand, he's holding a he's weightlifting the whole time. Even better than that, he uses a Wacom tablet, but his pen's really big and heavy. Like a weight. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. It's it's like it's like the Flintstones whenever they chisel like into a tablet. That's what his that's what his graphics <laughs> tablet looks like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Who's just carving into it? We okay. have we have an off comment where he was like, "Yeah, I was in the uh, varsity ball team. I'm a pretty big guy, but I've always been a hacker. I've always been a nerd." Then we get him to say <laughs> some nerd stuff like zero cool and twenty gigabytes I'm- and stuff like that. I, I told them about teraflops once, and they kicked me off the team. Yeah, I, I, I uh, they they kicked me off the um, school ICT team because I was um, I, I was hacking too much. I changed my grades to straight A's from straight B's. <laughs> um, I like and uh, I I my parents want me to be a a sportman, but I don't wanna. <laughs> so I I just do this to appease them, keep my muscles. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, exactly. That's why I use this. You know how some people have like red cherry MXs on their keyboard. Yeah, I've got like, 
I've got like platinum cherries. You have to hit the keyboard as hard as possible in order to <laughs> type. You there's 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 spring these keyboard keys are spring loaded. You really have to push down on them <laughs> yeah, to actually get them to work. It's, it's like weightlifting with the key. I like I like the idea of this buff hack here. He just has to buff hack <laughs> everything. <laughs> Yeah, and there's like a message about brute forcing or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I, I know all about that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at brute... He, he brute forces everything, but then Commander Video is like, let me tell you, there's actually a little more intricacy to hacking than that. And he's like, oh, wow. Uh, there's a lot more intricacy. And maybe, 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 he's a, maybe he starts off as a black, a black hat hacker. He's literally got a black fedora on at the start of the movie. And then he becomes and a then, hat hacker. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then a baseball becomes a, cap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's white because you know he's a white hacker now. He becomes a he 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 know he learns that hacking is it can be used as a tool for good. Ben, and then he goes back to school. He picks up some weights. Yeah, and he has a computer or something, and then he gets good grades. And oh, you know, Ben, uh, this and then commander commander video dies. Oh no! Yeah. Like in real life, I don't know when or or in the hack. Yeah, in real life. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I think he passes away. Oh no. Like he's he's he sent he sends a message to Commander Video one day, it just doesn't come back. Is that your heartfelt moment for this film? Yeah. Ben, have you ever seen the Fast and the Furious films? Uh I've seen one. Okay. I, I wasn't paying much attention though. Okay, because we're talking it. about buff hacking and like how stupid that sounds. There's literally a bit in one of the Fast and the Furious films where the rock breaks his arm right. and they put it in a cast. And then at the okay. end of the film, there's the call of action where like all the heroes need to come back together. He gets out of his hospital there, looks at his arm, and he goes, Daddy needs to go to work, and he literally flexes out of his cast. <laughs> and then in the next oh, wow. scene, and then in the next scene, he's holding a minigun and he's shooting down a helicopter. I think this okay. is. I think this. I think this is Fast and the Furious Seven or it's the one with Paul Walker. It's the what? It was the last film that Paul Walker did because they're fighting right. Jason Statham. Okay. There's also a bit oh. where, um, like, a building is breaking apart. And like Statham's on one part, and the Vin Diesel's on the other. And Vin Diesel said, "The thing about the streets is the streets always fights back." And he kicks the the floor so hard that it causes a big <laughs> fracture, and then the building topples over that Statham oh, no. was on. Yeah. Oh. Um. In the last film, Could... um, yeah, they use all their cars to protect um Vin Diesel from a nuclear explosion from a destroyed submarine. Oh, wow. It's very good. Damn, that's so, quite good. Could could we have a scene where that happens? Where in his, this film? his well, no, his mom comes in. Yeah, she's she's brought him dinner, <laughs> and okay. she she puts it down on the the table, and then there's an earthquake. Oh shit! And like part of the the roof collapses in, and he 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 like he stands up <laughs> with his hand still on the mouse, um, and just like stops the roof holds from the collapsing on up. his mom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he's struggling. It's like it's like, and that's... he's he's also having to like hack at the same time. Yeah, and he has to, classic... like make a decision. Okay, between what what matters more in life, hacking no, he, or his he's mom. He's gonna tough it out. He's gonna do both. Yeah, he's so yeah, strong no, that's... and he manages both. <laughs> okay, it's a good movie. I don't know how it ends. We don't need to. We don't. We'll no, leave it, that to the writers' a, room. It ends on a cliffhanger. It ends on okay. Commander video. He's driving, and then his car explodes, and it flips over. And then another car gets out that blew it up, and it's Jason Statham, and he's playing oh. Commander Bad Video. Oh shit! He's he's Commander Betamax. He's the villain. He, he's co- he he could be Commander VHS. Yeah, 
Oh no, command no, because commander VHS. Oh no, yeah, okay, yeah, he's commander VHS. He's not commander DVD, and he's not commander Blu-ray. Who's in the next one? Hmm. He's he's even a, he's an even smaller rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben, you better hit that random button. You better yeah. giggle okay. at that idea to your life. <laughs> right. Um, Cosmos, 3, Cosmos 3000 single screen space shooter. Okay, great. Uh, this this movie all takes place in one shot. Yeah, it's a it's a one it. It's a, it's a, the it's it's um it's gravity, but more of a one it. There is no cuts in this film at all. I I'm not even sure. I I think it's literally one camera angle. Oh yeah, no, they leave the camera in the same place the entire movie. The camera and... never moves. The film happens yeah. around. It's like theater. The film happens around the camera. I think that maybe when the movie starts, there's a battle going on. Some guys shoot each other. Okay. And it's a sci-fi thing. They shoot each other, and then they uh, establish like a life there, I guess. And you kind of see them. It's two. You know, it's two guys in a space battle, and they're like they both got lost in the cosmos, but they're both on like opposite sides. But they realize that if they kill one another, like if they blow up the other ship, that's going to affect them. Mm. So they're basically in a stalemate for the entire... Like, these ships are just kind of floating in space without any power. They're at, one ship's got power and the other ship's got, like, weapons or fuel or whatever. So, they, so they're at a stalemate and then they have to kind of, like, buddy up with one another. Like, they dock the ships together. They, get they like, cook some food and stuff. It, it's like a... Um, it's like a Desert Island movie, but in space. And you can see the island at all times. Because <laughs> the camera... And you don't... Moves. Yeah. That's good. I like it. I like yeah. This is a good idea. I like it a lot. Um, there's probably some comedy bits with like, maybe you've got like a little thing floating through space, like a little alien man. I was he gonna... floats through at one point just for no reason. But I was going to say, are we guy. doing like a? Are we doing like one of the? So like the main character's human, and then like the other character is in it. Is like, is either C? No, should it be CGI or should it be a guy in a lot of prosthetics, like in Bright? That's the question. Hmm. Uh, uh, prosthetics. Yeah. Let's get the let's get the um the shape of water man to play an alien, okay. which is what he does on Star Trek, anyways. So that's fine. So, all right, yeah. And then they don't they initially like they don't speak the same language or whatever, but then like towards the end they they come up with a common communication with each other. They yeah start to help each other. It's a it's a humanity movie. It's a movie that reminds mm. us about you know. About helping one another out, about being social, about you know, not being at war and stuff like that. Maybe there's a bit at the end of the film where like their fleet, like people from their fleet, turn up looking for them, and they're like, "Oh shit!" They're like, do we go back to war, or like, do we abandon the war and stuff like that? You know, leave it kind of up in the air. Or still from the I same camera the, angle. Yeah, I think the end of the movie is they they eventually figure out how to get the ships working. Yeah, they they set off in different directions after a, a heartfelt goodbye. Yeah. And the camera lingers on the space shot and yeah. it doesn't change at all and until everyone's left the movie theater. Like a, a, like <laughs> okay. someone come a, an attendant comes in and like okay you can leave now. The new lot come in seamlessly it starts again. Oh, it's a looping it's like a looping yeah. gif of a It's film. a gif. That's good. I like it. How do we do? We do go. we bother doing credits, or do we just leave it like like? No, left? no credits. Okay. Um, you get like a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you watch the film and then like the film ends and then like and you don't know how the film's ended because like there's still like twinkling and noise and Usher comes and he's like right get out get out we got like another showing in a minute get if you want to watch it if you want to watch it again just wait a minute if there's enough seats you can just sit back down it's like yeah it's like staying on the roller coaster it's just like oh, if you want to ride again stay in place but you know other than that I like it. I don't think this has been done before, though. I, I don't. Th- I think this is innovation. If we go back to Leo Gold, I think this is this is our Hail Mary. Is listen. I think this is it. Cosmos Three Thousand. We don't explain the name of the film. We don't actually have the no. title of the film in the film. We have um, that's just on the poster. Yeah. Like the poster kind of sets it up as this. Um, there's no trailers. We book the trend of most people have mm. like portrait style posters. We don't. We have a wide. We our poster yep. looks like the film. Even better, yeah, our poster. Just... Our poster is the film, running mm-hmm. on a smaller <laughs> yeah, screen. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I, I yeah, like, there we go. Okay, I, good. I like this. We're, I think I think this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. This is this is pure innovation. This is this is the future. This is the best thing that we've come up with so far in this list. Yeah, of no. I I I possibly even say in our career. Wow, I don't even think it needs the rock. That's no. how good this idea is. I mean, we'll oh, put him in it anyway. He's, shake, he's shaking his head. Oh. Okay, so I think we're gonna have the rock. He'll be a cameo. I think he's gonna be floating through space at one point. He's gonna be the voice of one of the ships. He's oh, that'd be, be good. The, he's yeah. gonna be the commander of like one of the ships. Okay. Oh, oh, he's oh yeah, he's nodding at that. He likes. It. Okay, yeah, good, good. Cheers, Dwayne. Um, nice bud. Great. Perfect. Have we got enough time for one more? That's the question. I don't. I don't think we do. I think this. Oh wow. Oh no. That's it. Ben, look at the time. Look at the watches. We need. We need to get back to Leo Gold and meet. Oh wow. Oh, we, we've even got a plane oh. to catch as well. We. Oh. Yeah. The the private jet right inside the building has just landed. Uh, it's going to take us about a mile down the road. Yeah. To Leo and Gold. The, and then and then he's going to take us home. Hopefully back to um. Uh, where the office is, so oh, yeah, great. we're actually we're ha- we're heading back to uh, the United Kingdom again. Yeah, we are, which should be good. Um, good. Um, we're waiting for our paycheck that will happen at some point. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you all back when we get there. Um, be sure to meet us, shake some hands, we'll sign some autographs. Uh, ben, uh, it's the end of uh, game overtime this week. Uh, what do you always say at the end of game overtime? I always say omne opus non ludere. Which is Latin, of course, for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Goodbye, everybody.